0: Black people don't read. Black people. Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome back to Inspire Reads with Inspire Entertainment. I'm your host, Mohammed, joined by my co-host, Shamaki. We're back here for another episode today, which is actually episode eight, two months in. Oh, God, round damn, of, God Round damn. of applause. <laughs> uh, did, did, you, did you think about it before you came? Well, no. it was at eight. Two months. <clears throat> well, I knew
1: it was episode eight, but I forgot. Yeah, two that months. Was two months.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's pretty good. Like every every week, these last two months, we've released the episode, and on time. We've been reading. And we've been reading? Yeah, it's not. That I mean, well,
1: for you, I haven't been reading. I'm joking, I haven't I've been never re- been in a position where I've read back to back, back to back for four weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, like eight I didn't know, know, since since. I'd say it was early secondary school to be honest. Damn. Yeah, boy, like college, yeah, actually, that I college don't know time was. Damn, that nah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah Exaggerate. <laughs> damn, damn. That like college and you in terms of just ignorance. <laughs> but yeah, we're back in the cafe. We were in for episode four, I think. Three. Three. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah, three. Yeah, so you're going to hear the bakery line again. <laughs> yeah, so we're back in the cafe. Um, and we've got a few things to talk about this week. So, yeah, what did we do this week, Shmaki? <laughs>
1: uh, well, we had a performance on uh, what was it, Saturday? Yeah. Just rhyme event.
0: So you remember, you remember last week's guest, Anate, um, who's a poet. We 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 went to his event that he that he that he was hosting. Um, the event was great. The hosting was amazing. For Like first time, I like I really I really gave props to Anate and his his hosts they were like, they actually impeccable. Like yeah. like the jokes were good, the the way like every now and then something seemed like it might go wrong a little bit but then they really, they smoothed it out a bit. Like yeah. that's that's a real skill. <laughs> no,
1: it was like hands down the best um when you've been poetry, to. yeah, so event yeah event that I've been to it's, been like, it's the
0: second one that I've been to but <laughs> I think
1: it's my um, third one. Yeah so yeah, fourth
0: one. So yeah, yeah. It, that's the thing about poetry events is like you get all these different poets and you get all these headliners, you don't know what to expect. And we knew some. We knew some of the headliners from like the social media, and yeah, uh, we, I had some. I had my opinions on them, and most of them surprised me. Like it pleasantly surprised me. I thought they were very good. And um, then uh, the, we also they also attend open mic performers So open mic, if you don't know, is when um, there's a platform like a event like this where they allow new po- new poets or any just random anyone random to come and perform whatever they like. As uh, but. Obviously, something sensible that's not too much, like, Something that get everyone arrested. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we were one of the open mic performers. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, that's the thing. We, this is, like, we haven't, like, us as a joke we, we've, po- we've written, like, two poems together, I'd say, and then the, one that, the other one was the one that I wrote, yeah. And this one, yeah, we <laughs> literally... We didn't write it until the day of the performance, like we were just too busy, yeah. like every single day, like yeah let's go, let's go, let's meet up, let's write, and we never ended up doing it.
1: We didn't rehearse it, nothing, it we was get just like, like raw.
0: We get rehearsing, like we, we finished writing it 20, <laughs> I say, I, I'd say like we didn't even finish writing it 20 minutes before the event, we, we were still, we went into the event still yeah, writing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we went yeah, into the event, yeah we went into the event like trying to figure out the ending and how we are going to put it on like, uh, like uh, in the stage. And, uh, yeah, it was mad. <laughs> so there was about 80 people there. And, yeah, it was the first time we were ever performing. Art. For me, first time ever in front of an audience, apart from, like, university presentations and stuff. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like, the day before the event, I was, I was like, having a word my language at work. <laughs> like, we, about what? Just, like, basically, at work, there's a lot. There's this re- it's really interesting, like, they have this, like, personal development thing. Like, every, uh, yeah. every qu- three quarters, they have a review of how you're doing and what level, like how you can achieve the next level like how you can keep on improving in it I, just, I think it's really good yeah and uh, yeah, hit me up if you want to learn any more information yeah and uh, he was talking about like potentially like they, they have work events as well I don't know remember I, I like sent a couple of snaps like last night the, the Oval remember the Kia Oval oh, the click, yeah, yeah, click yeah. Okay. yeah they have they have a couple of events where there's like big speakers like big guys from the tech industry okay and then, like they have they also have keynote speakers yeah which uh, lightning they call it lightning talks and that's when someone comes in and they talk about what they're working on, and they they're, they're given like three minutes to talk. And it could be anyone, like wh- whoever, whoever wants to volunteer, they talk basically. Okay, well, yeah. from like the department. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and but it's like there's loads of people involved. Like maybe thousand people to, have to that. Event. And what did they talk about? <coughs> to- whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are you my? <laughs> why are you releasing my information? <laughs> We're gonna beep that out. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> he, just re- he just revealed my workplace. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I work in technology, and like, uh, I work in digital technology. So, there's a lot of, like, tech heads and, like, the next <laughs> next big thing that's going to happen in tech. Yeah. there's, like, a in- you get insight into that, you know. And, yeah, they have, they have these lightning talks. And then my manager was, like, suggesting to me, why don't you do one of these lightning talks? Mm. Uh, and he's, like, yeah, you build up your confidence and uh, maybe, uh, like... If you build up your confidence, and you can start doing more of these talks and you can become more known as a figure in technology. Yeah. 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 And then I, I was just there smiling in the back of my head, like, little that's, you know, I go performance tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally unprepared. Boy. <laughs> I was like, boy, let me get out. this me. <laughs> I had to wreck. <laughs> and then, yeah, when the, we, we come on the date. Uh, Shamaki is working.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was an early morning shift as well. Yeah. And I was tired as hell. And I remember, you know, what was funny when I was working, I was like, oh man, we need to finish this poem. <laughs> I thought it was the next day, and I was like, yo, it's today.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I yeah. Tripping. <laughs> yeah, we had nothing ready. Literally, four lines, I'd say four lines at all. And, um, the day before, we tried to write a bit, but we just couldn't get around to it. Like, like we, our heads just weren't in it, you know. Mm and uh, the idea itself was one that was really tricky to to try and come up with a piece and uh, that's another thing we'll talk about a bit later on in the performance but yeah so um, we ended up like Shamaki uh, no we wrote a few like we wrote a couple of lines the day before and then uh, Shamaki in his free time he managed to like sort out the story of the, the he sort of, he, he sort of like ordered the story of the of the piece that we wanted to do. So like all of our pieces, we try and make them into a little story to make it interesting, you know. And uh, he sort, he sorted out the order of the story and like the concept behind it. And then, yeah, the, that day I got up early uh, on the day with the performance, I, I started trying to write. And, yeah, it was a struggle. <laughs> it was an absolute struggle. And then I ended up like leaving out the ending and I couldn't think of an ending. And then we met up around five and the event. It was like around seven. We were just there trying to figure out what to what to do. And then uh, Sid, who we mentioned in the call before, in, the in the previous episode. We were this guy. i like, Yeah, he called us and he was like giving us tips on what to do. And he was suggesting doing the pieces that we've done before that we're familiar with yeah. and I was like yeah, I'm, I'm not even that familiar with them Like <laughs> even when we were making the videos I was still I was like reading off my phone I was still struggling <laughs> so uh, I had totally forgotten those and for me that the piece that I was writing that day was was kind of fresh in my mind and I also wanted to do, I wanted the challenge of of doing something fresh and I, I just really didn't want to do the old pieces man. I, I'm just sick of them I'm not going to lie uh, and yeah you know, you know what it is. It's like if you repeat your own, if you ha- have your own piece and you hear it over and over again, I think you, you get sick yeah, of it. We
1: heard it so much, didn't yeah, we? yeah. But no other people like,
0: yo, we, we like that video, man. I mean, the the story was really good and they start playing in front of us and, we're just like, ah. and it's cringing like so mm-hmm. hard you know and then uh, yeah so sid called us and he gave us he was giving us advice which was really helpful and we took it on board but i was like i was just stubborn i was like yo we're doing this i don't care if it's ready or not yeah. <laughs> i was like we're doing this i don't care if it's ready or not if, if, if we got to read off our phones we'll read off our phones you and that's what that's what we ended up doing um, but yeah we go up we go up to the event I remember the host tells us uh, we we're going to be second because some of the, the acts haven't arrived. <laughs>
1: he said we might even be first. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so we were. I think we were both kind of relieved because we wanted to like just get out, play, and relax the rest of the evening. Yeah, and then
1: it, that's the only way. Well, if you're performing, especially for your first time, you've yeah. always got the performance on the back of your mind, so yeah. you can't really enjoy the event. Yeah, exactly. So if you do it first, then it's like okay, cool. Like that's that's it done, and then now let me enjoy the, the, the thing.
0: Yeah, and then. Um, like the, the performers started arriving and then uh, every time someone got called up we were like oh, it's us. Come back. Yeah. I was ready to stand up and <laughs> I was straight in my collar I was <laughs> trying to make sure my shoes are tied properly I was also all sorts, like getting that you know that yeah. I like, sprayed the, the mint spray out <laughs> oh gosh what, in the mouth <laughs> yeah in the mouth <laughs> 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 I, I was making sure I'm ready every time and then it just kept on going the event was meant to finish at 9.30 30 and then it ended up, we ended up performing at 10 yeah. yeah
1: the thing was uh, i remember uh, like um at nine thirty 30 yeah. it was like yeah that's it we're not performing like, i you know, was know, still I mean, sure that we were gonna perform. You know, I, I was i so that it was completely on my mind i was like okay let me enjoy you know the rest of the show and yeah and then it obviously went on very well and then it was like i think he was waiting for tommy or something to come to me hey, man. So the main headliner yeah yeah and then um then there was then they called out that there's gonna be more open mic people. Yeah, the last couple of open mic people. Yeah, and
0: and I knew. Uh, I was like, yep, yeah, that's uh, us. We're up. <laughs> and man, then, at that point,
1: I was so drained. <laughs>
0: and yeah, this guy—he worked looked, in it, so he was knackered in it. I, me myself, I was going up with a bit of a headache. But yeah, but um, the thing is, how do you feel like, like waiting for the our uh, time to come up?
1: No, I'll tell you this. So, tell you? so initially,
0: yeah,
1: right at the beginning, I was like, all right, cool. You know, there was I had energy and whatnot. Yeah. I was like, okay, if was we I do it first, blah blah blah. And then as the show went on, you
0: know, I yeah, started getting faded.
1: weary, like N- getting you gonna, tired. You guys
0: should see the pictures.
1: <laughs> and then and then it was no, like we're not, we're not gonna let you see them. But. It was like nine it was like nine <laughs> seventeen and nine thirty and I'm thinking, alright, we're definitely not performing. Nine seventeen and nine thirty. <laughs> <But yeah, laughs> that's yeah. when I looked that's the one I had a mental note in at yeah, the, yeah. the time. And I was like, Okay, um, I guess there's no more open mics. And at that point, like, I literally put my phone away.
0: Uh, he I packed up. Like, yeah. you packed up mentally? Yeah, packed up yeah. mentally, And it was, was
1: just like, you know, dozing in and out. And then there was, there was uh, one brother as well, you know, and I was very, very passionate.
0: Yeah, the he was brother the,
1: Yeah, he was the one that woke me up again. <laughs> um, you know, you hyped. Yeah, and I was like, this, oh, okay. And then. Uh, then
0: it was like okay, now I'm having a
1: shamaki. I was like, um, at that point, uh, I had no energy, to a, do it It was the last arrow in the back, it was just he, like, he uh, took you to your knees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yo, imagine like me the way I felt during the whole event. Like in the beginning, I was I wasn't nervous, but I was like so anxious, mm. I was shaking. I'm not you were joking. calmer than me, no, I was calm, like what, on the this is the thing, no, 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 in the beginning i was so anxious i thought we were gonna go first didn't it yeah yeah i was so anxious i was i was, I was actually shaking my leg yeah, my leg was good like this I was, I was yeah <laughs> literally i was looking at my leg yo chill like,
1: what like you mentally, doing?
0: <laughs> mentally i'm just like yo I'm, I'm pretty cool i'm pretty cool right now <laughs> like i'm see just seeing leg my leg just going, <laughs> see my leg tap dancing <laughs> going happy feet and everything and then the guy it? the guy next to me I, I, was, I was like yo this guy sees me <laughs> we were all sitting down and it. It was like seats in it. And then, uh, I was literally my leg was shaking. I'm not even joking. Like, yeah, try to
1: get up casually, but you start wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> the one that left so the right. Mr. Bean like. <laughs> Yo man, let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I was literally shaking. I'm not even joking because I'm I'm terrible with in, 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 probably like put me in front of five people and it's I'm still I'll, I'll crumble. <laughs> like it's something that that I and um, that's like me in the past anyway. But it's something I worked on improving and I, my confidence over the years really built up a lot. So now, uh, like when we approached the event, I was like, yo, I have to do this with my own confidence in it. Because even if it goes well or not, I just want to ha- know that I was able to go up there. And whether the piece is crap or not, uh, I'm happy at the end of the day. Yeah. Which is what happened in it. But <clears throat> yeah, in the beginning, I was literally shaking. I'm not even joking. And then as people, that, this is the thing, that's the good thing that, that happened. Yeah. As people kept on going up, I started noticing that some of the other performers were nervous as well. Mm. Even the headliners, they were nervous. what yeah, yeah. Like he was talking about how nervous he was, and he's like, yeah. he's, he's done events the <laughs> there, yeah. yeah, he's done it in front of loads of people, and then uh, i was seeing people read off their phones, and that kind of gave me the confidence. I was like, yeah, it's actually gonna be calm, isn't it? and then yeah, we finally got called up, <laughs> and we absolutely crumbled. <laughs> I think I was alright, <laughs> so we just ended up literally reading from our phones, and the piece wasn't finished, yeah it was was barely finished normally with our pieces we'd refine it we'd take some things out but this one was literally like just we just threw everything in there was no time for that and it was just
1: like I even remember as we were sitting down we were just like editing it because we got the the, you know we use Google Docs and you can see the other person editing and I'm seeing him frantically changing words going about (laughs) up and down and then I was doing like the same thing as well and then we go up there and, you know, obviously you've got your side. My yeah. side is like, completely So this shocking. is the thing.
0: The piece was based on the education system, yeah? And uh, here's another thing. I'll add the thing. Yeah, the piece was based on the education system and like issues that students and teachers face alike. And we were going to do it in a nice story way. And if we'd done it properly, I think it would have banged. Like if we, if we took our time and rehearsed and prepared... And we fine tuned the piece. The concept is great. And we plan on making a video about it soon, and documentary as well. But yeah, I was playing a teacher, and he was playing a student. And me, my dumb ass, I came to the event dressed like a teacher, man. I fully backed the same. I I came up dressed like a teacher the whole night. I'm there with I'm I'm there with a cardigan, a shirt, and tie. The whole lot, smart shoes. Like I was just like I was good for an interview assignment and then uh, I'm like the only guy like the moment I walked in I just regret I was like why am I wearing this I was like why am I wearing this it would have made sense if I wore it and we were fully prepared Mm -hmm. it would have added more to the message but I just wore it for the sake of it (laughs) I was like you know what it's going to be (laughs) alright and yeah I'm there I'm there I'm there dressed as a teacher in front of all these people <laughs> all right. That was like the most embarrassing thing for me Like The performance wasn't even that bad <laughs> The performance wasn't even that bad Honestly like, So yeah I started reading out my part But this is the thing Normally we'll sit down together and we'll write together But this time I, Shimaki And I agreed on the concept of the thing And he wrote out the main key points of the concept Which we all, we both agreed on and then uh, the actual writing itself, because Shemaki was busy, I ended up I ended up doing the majority of it. So yeah, he he yeah, didn't know exactly he what.
1: Finished it when I finished work, and then it was like, oh yeah, and I was like, okay, this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. And it's it's just mad because that's like the first time it's ever happened though, like, It's like, cause cause I was like mad busy, and then he had to. Do the, what would you have done if I, do if, right, if I came up with nothing exactly that's what I'm saying that's how I'm <laughs> mad at it like literally if you came up with nothing we would have, been, have, been, have just walked in there I know it could have been worse imagine if like our phones switched off we just ran out of battery yo Barry's were low my like. <laughs> <Our laughs> mom was on <in> 20% <laughs> I was seeing that saying
0: <laughs> the noise it makes it been <laughs> No, so in the hard. middle of the performance you just see the battery <laughs> thing go <and laughs> plug me in <laughs> I was about to say yo anyone got a plug? oh my gosh yo
1: so mad I feel like that was probably in terms of how to prepare how to perform (laughs) (laughs) how to write that was probably the worst of like everything yeah (laughs) so like our first performance we we literally got knocked out so much (laughs) that we we, and it's good as well because we we won't ever get to that position again yeah 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 I feel like it's better we experienced it on our first time yeah, yeah, that's why. I,
0: that's, be, why like, after, that's why. After. That's why. After. I was like. I was actually so happy we done. It. I was actually glad we done. It. I. I, I went over buzzing. But even the next morning, I was like, "Yo, I actually did that. For like, I actually came. I actually had the nerve to go on the stage with the unfinished, unfinished piece, mm. and that we had not memorized at all. Like, literally, we were reading off our phones the whole time. And then, um, like I said, I was more familiar with what I had written. Shamalki wasn't. So he, he he missed a few lines and he had to start again a few times. And I, I couldn't even back him up because if if I like if I took if I went to my part, it would have made no sense there. in the story. So <clears throat> I felt back I, I felt kind of bad. For <laughs> I was like, damn. Like,
1: words I could easily say. Yeah. Like, just like tripping up Do, on. you nervous. think you were nervous? Huh? You were you nervous? Dude, I was. I was nervous, but mm. as well as like, I was. I don't know. Like mentally, I felt drained. Yeah. No, I don't want to use that as the main excuse, in it. It's not it's it's, an excuse, but it happens, huh? It's because it's like, like words are like purpose. I, I could easily say that. Nine yeah. out, like ten out of ten, <laughs> you know what I'm saying Nine <laughs> you out of say i was just like, yeah, yeah. And then I had to start again, and then it was just after that when you start again, it's just like, ah. Oh. Mm. You know
0: what I mean? And this yeah. is the thing for me is like I wonder how I would have done if I had memorized all of it because for me, the phone. Helped us a lot in that we didn't have to look at the audience much. Mm. Um, and I wonder if I had memorized all of it and I looked at the audience, I wonder how, how confident I would have been.
1: Yeah, I feel like with me on the phone, I felt disconnected. Yeah, like I felt it like you're like reciting. A out yeah. a, I was literally, it was literally a recital. Thing. Yeah, I know, I know. that's what it was. And then um <laughs> the
0: recital in front of like 80 yeah, people, in in front of
1: it, and they're just like, oh, What the hell. <laughs> And then after from like I didn't even get him talking. About. Yeah, like you know. But if we memorized it, then it would have been like if you, you Looked it. at them, and then looked at each other like back and forth type. Of, like, it would have been more of a performance. Yeah, type of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But because like I was staring at my phone, looked at you once or twice after I was done with my piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Then you, like you did your bit. Like <laughs> you got to a point where I didn't even know how you performed. That's how much I was looking at my phone. <laughs> I only heard your voice. <laughs> I was
0: I was calmer than I expected. I was actually so calm. Like when I was actually reading, uh, I didn't I didn't crumble too much. I was I was calm with it. But in terms of performance as a duo <laughs> we are terrible, <laughs> and that like it took away from the message of the thing. And also the the poem was too long in terms of like uh, normally we cut out some things and fine tune some things and make the rhymes a bit more clever. But yeah, it was just drawn out, so it kind of took away from the message. And then after I asked Anna to annotate the host to give me, to give us critique, and uh, he absolutely blasted us. And that's exactly what we needed, yeah, you know. That's what we and That's exactly what we needed, and, and I appreciate him for that. So yeah, overall, I was pleased that we did it. Man. I'm not. I don't regret. It. You regret? It?
1: I don't regret that we did it, <laughs> but I wasn't as happy when we were done. <laughs> he was. was he I was, was like, mortified. You know, I, I sat down on the chair. And I was like, yeah.
0: Get out, yeah. yeah, luckily you like you're the last performers.
1: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Tommy and might save yeah, the show. <laughs> the
0: main headliner saved the show for real. Like if they if you are the last people and like that was it, then I think people will be like, yo, I'm not coming back again. People
1: will be like, Okay, what a way to end it
0: <laughs> I think if people were lost, I would have just marched out the door like straight they just walked out. Left my bag everything. <laughs> Just somehow find my way 3am <laughs> walking on April 6. <laughs> but yeah that was the performance and I don't regret it at all to be honest um, and in terms of advice and things that we learned from it I think it was very clear you need to be prepared
1: yeah I mean that's like that's you need to be prepared for it.
0: anything but also even if you're not prepared like just just jump out of your comfort zone like we did and, and do it and you might regret it but then again it's the experience you know and I feel like next time we go on it we'll kill it because we know that we're good But we just need to Execute The preparation And the performance And practice a bit more So yeah I enjoyed it man I, And yeah. I, I, I'm still buzzing from, I'm not going to lie
1: Oh really? Yeah I'm buzzing man I forgot
0: Sorry. about it Because <laughs> so like, oh, te- like I said I used to be terrible with, like, I'm telling you If you put me in front of five people And you asked me to talk about it, if you asked me my name <laughs> yeah. I would have been thinking about it yeah. <laughs>
1: Like like my first like name in terms of like speaking and like public speaking and stuff like that, yeah, if I know what I'm on about and and I know what I'm saying, then mm. like I'm completely different to what it was that night, it. Mm. That night it was just like, oh, what's, what's the next line again? And then it's this and then it's that. But if it's something where like you're prepared, yeah, I'm prepared and I know what I'm talking about, obviously you get the nerves, but then once you get into it, yeah, then
0: then it's come yeah well for me yeah literally like midway through the piece uh, both of us were, in the, we were just like oh my god you don't want to do this no more but I just kept up the pace so I, was, <laughs> I was like we're doing this so we're finishing it <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that you done it man. And yeah like I said jump out of your comfort zone try it try it and I, I, I'm happy I did it and the only way is up from here to be honest so yeah uh, I think we're gonna keep on going to open max and keep on practicing and coming up with new bangers hopefully but yeah uh, this is the thing imagine like one of my goals for 2018 was to perform four times and this is already there's already one performance in January so I think I can do I can do like 10 times man I, I, I'm ready to go again <laughs> I don't even mind doing the same thing <laughs> I'm ready to go again just for, just for my confidence personally. And I think uh, in terms of like building character and your confidence, I, I think you should try these kind of things Like, just challenge yourself and do things that you wouldn't normally do. And just like, don't worry too much about what people think, because cause then you won't progress at all. And yeah, I think that concludes our, our little performance piece. And, yeah. Oh, let's perform it. <laughs> perform it right now. Right now. <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, like earlier in the day i was thinking how uh i think we should like bang out the writing right now and like clean it out like make sure it's fine tuned so we um, we make the actual video is on point it's like the best thing we've ever done i think that's that's the plan but we also plan on doing a documentary so um this is a heads up if if you are a teacher or a student or anyone that is associated with the school hey us up and because we want to interview you we want to Sorry, we'll, we'll, don't forget, we're in a cafe here, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if you hear any background noise, well, you are hearing background noise, just deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, we're not going to be like this every week. Um, we were meant to record yesterday, today is Monday. Uh, we were meant to record yesterday, but neither of us were feeling w- well that day. And yeah, we couldn't turn up to the location. But today we're here, and the video is going to be out on a Tuesday, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be, be making a video, uh, documentary about the education system. Me, I feel like if you've heard my episode six run, <laughs> I'm calling it a run. People people saying it's a TED talk, but I'm oh, calling it, it a, a run. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you go back to the episode six where I talked about the education system and the failures within it in terms of the success levels of, of students and the, the careers that they want to go into, and how most students don't know what they want to go into, um, I feel like the education system has a major part in that. And um, I'm gonna, we're going to try and make a documentary about it. And address these issues, and get the perspective of all these different people: teachers, students, student uh, teachers' unions, student unions, um, even like board members, maybe inspectors if you're lucky. Yeah. And also talk to different students from different levels, and like ask them about the transition from a certain level to another, like GCSEs to A levels, and then ask them about their experience. And I want to also interview some apprentices, like I said before. I'm actually an impre- I actually finished an apprentice- apprenticeship recently, which I enjoyed. Um, i didn't really enjoy it but there's a lot of lessons i learned from it yeah. and there's a lot of benefits i gained from it so um please reach out to us um if you we have our group account as well um so we have inspire entertainment on twitter instagram and we also have our personal accounts on twitter and instagram as well and facebook and yeah inspire entertainment's on facebook as well we'll put all those in the description so just reach us out reach out to us and um if you've got any idea uh if you've got any information, just hit us up and we'll work with you. And we'll make a great documentary soon. Hopefully that will help the education system in a in a positive way. Even if it helps one person, I'll be happy, in my opinion. Um, so, on to the next uh, thing. So, normally we have a time section, but I think we're running over time. So, I just came up with one question. Um, and I was just thinking about it the other day. I was listening to a podcast called Mind Heist. It's a very good podcast. We um, talk about all these different... Uh, me and Shamaki were making fun of this earlier. We were like, every single podcast seems to uh, say that they talk about the lesser talked about issues in society. Yeah. Like, every single podcast says every, that. Like,
1: every single podcast is, um, Yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to talk about the issues in society that no one talks about. <laughs> and then everyone's talking about that yeah. issue. Uh, the, the thing that I don't have a problem with people doing that the only yeah, problem that I, that. that I do have is the fact that if everyone's talking about it like who's actually going to do something about it because yeah, unless something happens then it's going to be a thing which everyone just talks about exactly I mean? um, so like
0: that's what more if, actions do? yeah if
1: someone <laughs> if someone like wants to do a podcast about the issues that everyone <laughs> that no one talks about right like, then the <laughs> way then the way that sh- they should do it is that before they even do the podcast, they should like write down like Research. 20 episodes of different things, like in the community, this and that.
0: So, man, don't tell them how do their job on Jaguar. Uh, nah, and then
1: <laughs> And then in those 20 episodes, they go out and they actually like speak with people in there. Like, you know, a bit like that serial, um, yeah. where she actually goes out so and to another... speak to uh, like people and interview them. And which serial is basically another podcast which is about crime. Uh, is it about crime? Yeah. Well, the first season is about I don't know a if it's crime. fiction or
0: non-fiction. I'm not even joking. Really? Uh, I, do.
1: I think it's real. I no think... Hell. Why wouldn't it be
0: real? Yo, I'm just... Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, yo, if this was... Like, if this was fiction, like, this is amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. But, yeah, Yeah,
1: bro. So, the point I'm saying is, it's like... Just investigate is what you're saying, research. Out, yeah, she goes out, she investigates, she, she does her research, and then she... Well, she doesn't provide solutions, but she just provides different sides of the argument. No, she
0: works hard to build up the, the pieces of the puzzle. That's
1: what it is. So, for example, if we put it, if we put an example into this, like, let's say your first episode is about, um, let's say okay, let's say the education system, yeah. right? And before you like conclude the, or, or make the podcast where you just sit down and talk about it, to actually like go out, speak to teachers, do something. And then come up with a solution and then make that into like a whole show. And then put that on there. So then it's more than just someone talking about it. It's actually someone who's tried. Whether you failed or not, you're going to show people that, look, I did this, I did that, I didn't fail, which can inspire someone else to actually go out and try something. Exactly. Or if like you're talking about creatives in like our community, um, like actually go to someone who is a creative and someone who is actually trying to break through and then provide solutions on which way that that person taking and which way which other people can do it rather than uh, just just talking about it mm. so that was that was basically my feelings on um, because I heard a lot of people have told me yeah I want to start a podcast where I talk about things which no one talks about and I'm like people are talking about that, <laughs> yeah. you know everyone's talking yeah, about yeah. that. but the question is what would make you different you I know? think yeah
0: it's all about personality at the end of the day. We're not claiming to be we're not claiming to be personality. <laughs> no, no, we're
1: not claiming to be the right. best so Even. Opinion. But what what I'm saying is it's like it's more beneficial to to like actually see like actually try the things that you are talking about. Mm. Um and then give people the perspective that way. It's like someone could talk about the war in Syria all day long, but then someone who's actually in the war of Syria And they're talking about experiences like where a chemical bomb drops and um, they have to think about whether to take this body here who's dying and risk their own lives or just leave that body and save themselves. You know, things like that stuff, which are more like first person can have more of an effect on people than just glossing over like problems and stuff. Mm. So that was basically my
0: view on on that. Where Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Uh, I
1: can't from from the heart. That's (laughs) where it (laughs) came (laughs) from. From the
0: heart. So, so I got. uh, Yeah, I I, I I was going about. I was going. I was going to. I was about to go into our discussion. So, normally we have a challenge segment, but I've decided I'm going to call it deep thinking. It's been oh, it like three times. Oh,
1: like, you it some, it was some whack names. Man. Man. It was, what was the? One?
0: Fruit, fork. Fruit, fork. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's the one right there. That, <laughs> well, that was the actually. That, ding, ding, uh, ding. that was actually originally the name for our podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. You forgot oh, about about that? that huh? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna go to fifty four then. The Food fifty four section.
1: What was it called last week? Change. Yeah, it was like some thinking thing.
0: It was like something deep. Uh,
1: deep for thought. I don't know what it was. Yeah, cool, deep like, questions, deep questions or something. Something like. like that. And then I remember you was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know why we call it challenges. <laughs> I
0: was like, what? Because every week is not like a challenge. It's like it's just something that will make you think a little bit. That's the nah, pen. food for thought. So, We're yeah, food stick, for yeah. thought is going to stick. That's it. Yeah, right. So, welcome what? to food for thought.
1: Next week when you say back to challenges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, welcome to food for thought. This is the new segment that we've been doing for the last four episodes. <laughs> so um today's little thing that i had was yeah i was listening to a podcast that's where shumaki's point came from um called mind heist and yeah they talk about issues that a lot of people talk about i'm joking i'm joking i don't
1: want anyone to like start thinking uh, i'm it hating you fun of it. other You're a hater, boy, we all know already <laughs> i'm not hating saying, especially for those that are coming up those that are new um and they want to be different or they want to innovate the game, then to actually try and do it in that form rather than just speaking about the, society, the topics. And the nah, stories. man, do what
0: you want. Do what you want. Just be original about it. That's all.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is original.
0: I'm just saying, like, you sound like a right now, I'm man. Like, hey, oh, You're on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just saying, like, that,
1: was, that was just the point. It is, it's actually more of a.
0: Suggestion. I'm to, to, to agree, that I'm doing I agree right now, anyway. On. Yeah. little so ingesting it. Don't worry about it. Uh, I believe. It. <laughs> but yeah, food for thought. So I was listening to a podcast called Mind Heist, and they actually talk about. They don't talk about issues. They talk about doing things, and they propose they propose solutions mm. every episode. And I really agree. They're talking about. I was listening to the first, second episode, I think, and they're talking about business and how to go about your business in terms of setting up business, like mm. how young people um, go about doing things and how most businesses fall off, fall off within a year. They're talking about how to make it successful and the experiences and things yeah, like that, Okay. Um, particularly from an Islamic stand- uh, standpoint. Uh, and yeah, I found it really interesting, and they're very well-spoken and they're articulate and they address issues in a way that uh, that really hits the point. It doesn't gloss over it, it mm. doesn't go around it, it doesn't like make you think about it, and then, Ugh, now I gotta think of uh, now I gotta think of a solution. <laughs> Why can't they just give it to me on a plate? Yeah, they give it to you on a plate, what? literally. <laughs> but yeah, that's what you want, man. Yeah, that is what you want because they make you think, and then they give you the food on the plate. <laughs> Why you gotta tease me, bro? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I was listening to it, and they were talking about how nowadays most people they're fed visually or audio visually. So every website you go to remember how websites back in the day used to be just like text and you see like one dead like picture <laughs> yeah it was like there's just blocks of text blocks of text like every now and then when you're researching for uni you come across them old uni websites that like you know what i'm talking about you know you come across them old uni websites that have an article that's actually quite useful but it just bothers to look at oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so most of those um most of those websites and all the other content like magazines and stuff there wasn't a lot of pictures um, but nowadays everything's like vi- like visual like everyone's a photographer these days. Everyone's, a videographer, these days, everyone's a videographer these days. Everyone's on YouTube. Yeah. It, it, video is being fed yeah. into our minds from a young age. Bro, I saw that my I was speaking to a friend the other day about this. I, I brought up a little Snapchat post of my little brother watching a, some some toy show on YouTube. Yeah. Where, where they had oh, three point yeah, yeah, nine yeah, million yeah, subscribers, yeah, yeah. and I was like, yo. I'm, I'm done with yeah, this for yeah. entertainment I'm, I'm <laughs> buying some toys right now I'm going to I'm going to August. I'm actually pick something out from the catalogue this time I'm not just what did he do he
1: just unboxed um, toys
0: a, nah it was oh. a woman literally <laughs> it sounds ridiculous she had a few toys like like action not even action figures it's like Batman no, it's like superhero mm. labelled toys like boots and stuff yeah. with, like spider-man's face on it or she can, and she's in, in a plane it. in a bath oh, in a in bathtub <laughs> like you know it's, it's a boat in it so make it realistic and this like, okay. <laughs> yeah and my little three-year-old brother is there watching i saw him before the video started i saw him click, <laughs> i saw him see an ad click skip on that <laughs> he knows bro he even installed adblock <laughs> i saw him click on that skipping the ad so quick i was like yo how did he do that no. the skip ad button didn't even come up yet. <laughs> i was like what did he do there and i was like yo why are you watching this and he's like because i like it oh gosh and yeah they have 3.9 million subscribers What are kids doing but yeah like i said from a young age oh, kids like, yo 3.9 million subscribers Yeah, no, my like, i think we should make a toy a toy a toy foot cost now yeah. <laughs> and we'll call that challenge <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah kids these days they're getting fed like visual, visual, visual stuff from a young age visual information mm. a lot of them are actually intelligent like you speak to a little kid like my, my little three year old brother can hold a conversation like he can hold it down yeah, uh, and, and, then, yeah he, and he can switch up into different languages as well. and I'm, I'm always impressed I'm like yo and then he does something I don't know, and I'm just like okay oh, uh, so I'm uh, slapping he's my still a kid yeah <laughs> but no you grow up <laughs> but yeah it's
1: like that's not the point Einstein was trying to make <laughs> Get me my carrots. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Whatever so, children so
0: everyone's getting. In fact, visual information these days it's everywhere. You, you see bus adverts these days. They're not. They're not. They're not uh, stationary. Anymore. They're moving. Yeah. Um, so they were talking about that, and they are talking about how you go on a website and you see you, the moment you click on a website is like some kind of video pops up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I started thinking like, how does this? Because then they reflected it on like the amount of people that are reading things. There's less and less people reading. I don't know Is is a debatable point Because I was on the train earlier And then I saw about 10 people Just on the Kindle Like just right in front of me um, That's the thing Most of them are like Working Like middle class White people To be honest You don't see a lot of Other um, Levels of society, Like people from different Like levels of society Reading Do you? and I was arguing with my cousin the other day as well like I'm going off a tangent say but I'll get back to my oh original my point my god where are, you, where are we going taking me on the channel I'm taking you on the bakery <laughs> line <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was like I was arguing with my cousin the other day and he uh, he, he was talking about because uh, he, he he addressed the challenge that we'd, we'd done like last week I think about how young black men aren't reading that much and then um, he gave his opinion on it and I was like yo that's a very uh, that's a like that opinion on it was very like middle class <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like you're not really stepping into the shoes of these younger like people and uh, we we do it, we debate on it a little bit and but I read on his point in that these uh, working class uh, these middle class people and um, the fact that they've got that stability in their lives and so most of them are set up in such a way mm. they have a lot of stability in their lives so they can start concentrating on the arts and other creative things like they go to the theater and all those things because yeah, 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 yeah. there's yeah. stability behind them you know they, so they don't need to, to, they don't need to they, like, they don't need to worry about anything else you know. yeah exactly or being mugged when you go home exactly so he, he gave that point and I, I totally agreed mm. and now I forgot what my original point <laughs> but yeah um, like I said you don't see a lot of other backgrounds reading a lot and yeah, I, I, I agreed with my cousin's point on that and then um, the, my, the people on the podcast again Heist, they were saying like yeah less and less of people are reading and more, people, more and more people are, are getting fed the video information so I was thinking, imagine, like, you see how the cinema industry and sh- TV shows, they're all, they all driven by books when you think about it. Like, all these artists, uh, all these writers, all these films, and a lot of them are written by someone and then it gets made into a film by some kind of mm. producer or director. And then uh, the film gets made. And then I started thinking about it. Like, nowadays, you don't see a lot of films that are memorable. You, know? mm. you don't see a lot of shows that you, you watch and it you, 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 you captivates your attention like that, you know? And I was thinking, does that relate to books and the fact that less people are reading, uh, less writers? Are probably. I, I wouldn't say there's less writers. That's just the wild statistic I'm pointing out. Like less people seem to be reading. So in the future, will, will the quality of the cinema industry and all these other in, like all these other industries that that, re, that relate to that like TV's and uh, TV shows and stuff, will that originality and creativity drop? Because in my opinion, it already has. Like there's very few shows and things that can keep my attention, and that's why i turned the podcast like i started listening to podcasts a bit more and i found like there's a whole world out there and it's all about storytelling and, and personalities <laughs>
1: yeah and that's like especially nowadays um with podcasts and stuff they're coming back yeah uh like voice they're big like, audibles <laughs> like before podcasts weren't that big it was just like something that was about you yeah. know what i mean um i think i feel like with in terms of media there's always this cycle that that keeps coming around um, sometimes the books have it sometimes um, the visuals have it sometimes the audio have it um, in terms of like the books the reason why um, like a lot of movies and stuff are taking that point like inspiration from the books is because that the books are, have like unlimited ability to do whatever they want Yeah. like a, a good point that George R. R. Martin the guy who wrote Game of Thrones made was initially when he was coming up with the concept it was like he could do it as a film as a movie or like a show or like a book and then he worked in the television industry before and they basically and some of the stuff that he wanted to do they'll be like yeah we can't do this there's too many people safety all of this like points but then he was like on a book i could write about a 700 foot wall yeah and no one could say anything yeah you know what i mean he didn't huh <laughs>
0: which he did he wrote about a wall.
1: yeah which he did oh I thought yeah. he said which she did I no. was like who's she <laughs> um, and then yeah so he, he he basically had the ability to write and do whatever like on a book you can literally do whatever you want yeah whereas a movie you think about doing these things but you're always constricted mm-hmm. there's always like something that's holding you back so now for example for example um for example like like what he was going on about like if you I want to target
0: audience meeting, meeting the funds that like but before that there was
1: a lot of nuance between like from the like the, the, the networks and yeah. then um, like the shows like the budget so many things like whether you're a rich man or, or a poor man you can write a book you know what I mean yeah. like that's all a book requires yeah. it just requires a pen and an idea and paper of course right Ooh. but with film there's a lot Shemucky more with, the, with the knowledge well <laughs> <laughs> with film there's a lot more so obviously people are going to come back to to like reading books and and reading more so than actually going visually to get ideas like a lot of directors they read more books than they watch films you know what i mean yeah um because that's like that's the advantage that that
0: books bring mm. over, over film. And so, in terms of your question of, um, you feel in the film industry and TV shows are like uh, are gonna are gonna drop off in the future.
1: I feel like in terms of they're already sort of I want to say dropping. Because TV itself like, has dropped off. T- they, like TV itself has like that's because like streaming services. Cable over. Is, is just like no one goes to cable now. There's like Netflix and all these. Yeah, streaming services. Yeah, but that's because it's it's just straight like from creator yeah to like customer yeah without like middleman w- yeah without like timing schedules and yeah. all of these weird things coming in between yeah which is not the same as a, a, a book straight to the customer like, mm-hmm. like the person just buys the book it's easier for the customer street. taxes yeah that's what i'm saying but in terms of creativity though if people don't go to books it, like right now there isn't like you said there isn't that many like shows that are like wow
0: because here's the other thing yeah when you also when you think about the people writing uh, the films or the scripts for the films how many of them are represented in different cultures if you go what I mean. What you mean remember how I said back to the point where uh, majority of people I see on the trains whoever I'm going, is, is like middle class white mm. people yeah reading so how do those people like, if they were to write, how do they represent other cultures and embody oh, them into yeah, their yeah, books yeah. properly? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And how does that then translate into the film industry? you get me? Yeah,
1: but that's the, the thing is, um, I feel like I'm getting a lot of points from George R. Mime, but it's because he gives good ones. Still guy, yeah. He gave he gave another point, which someone asked him. Like, it was I a feel black like you sleep just, and you, his, his voice just is just <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked him, like, it was a black guy. He's like, how come you don't have, like, black people? On he was talking about Game of Thrones and, yeah. and he was basically talking about how um, the, that he's a white man yeah. so he he just makes things about he doesn't what he relates to yeah what he relates to exactly so the question here is are there black men that are making characters and like, doing it well n- one, n- not just that what I'm saying is will they make the hero in their books a black man yeah the moment you saw making a hero a black man like when we grew up who are, like, black superheroes?
0: So, I was about to come to that point.
1: Like, we don't have no black superheroes. So, we have, uh, like, no one to relate to other than white guys. So, yeah. even when I'm writing, like, stories or novels or whatnot, yeah. my main protagonist yeah. is <laughs> a white guy. You know what yeah, I mean? you just, just lay happens. inside, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, and until I say to myself, no, I'm going to make it, um a black guy yeah and then it still stop, it starts being forced doesn't and it and then it's just like yeah because that's my main character yeah. <laughs> in my <book>. <laughs> yeah but that's the thing um th- the more people do that because right now we don't have like black people that are black authors that are major yeah. or like black characters in yeah. any industry that are major yeah. The only that's black the people that we have major are like those in the entertainment industry or those like the athletes yeah. You know athletes I mean? as I well. so for every young child they're like oh look Romans. at that black guy who's successful mm. like the most successful black people are in the entertainment industry yeah. or athletes you know what I mean like they look at Lebron James and they're like oh I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like a basketball that's
0: like, a whole another conversation
1: yeah it's a whole different conversation. but that's what um, so but to tie that back in it's, it's about if we like for black people to start reading is if black people put themselves in there you know what i mean like if they write about black um, like characters and make them the heroes and there are a lot of black authors come up and stuff like that and then the young children that are black if they're given young children that are black <laughs> <but> <laughs> if, if they're given then books and then they they see heroes that are the same hue as them and, and they start and they <laughs> <they're on> the <laughs> inspired by them, yeah. Then obviously, they'll want to be
0: like that person. Here's one thing I was, was going to mention Black Panther. Mm. You see how it's coming out, and the amount that like the, the hype that it's getting from the black community, the black community yeah. is amazing. That's I think it's like, first time, like exactly. Like so, why can't we have more? That's what, that's what I'm, that's my point. And honestly, if this fails, if it's not a good quality from Harmony so I'm going to be so disappointed. I doubt it's going to be everyone's good. saying that. They're, they're going to back it Whether it's good or bad Yeah that's the only are, way Are you going to yeah. back it? Huh? Whether it's good or bad Yeah you're you going to have to you Yeah know? you it's have It's the only way like. It looks good So far It
1: looks good But the hype train is It's is, is mad Yeah it's crazy. yeah I, I think the hype train might kill it Will it win anything though? It might hit but, itself Actually I can't say that I, nah,
0: I think it looks good Because the amount of money That's going into it mm. The actors that are in it They're the actual Like good black actors Like mm. solid Like, like it's the, uh, What's that guy Michael B. Jordan I think he's a great black actor Underrated yeah, I don't know who he is. Uh, and then the main character, he's, he's only
1: he, one Michael Jordan
0: I know. The <laughs> main character, he's very good as well. Wait,
1: is he Human Torch?
0: Yeah, yeah, but that was the, forget that. There's Get other on. films. There's other films he's been in that's very good. <laughs> yeah, yo, listen, Fantastic Four, just <laughs> yeah, Creed, yeah, that guy, he's actually a very good actor, and he's in it, he's in it as well. There's a, there's some good actors on there, and that's like key to a good movie. Yeah, whether it's an average script or not, if there's good actors in it, they can they can make it work. Mm. And yeah, I hope that this is a start of something because for me like the creative industry in, in, in like, the black community is uh, is, is impressive there's a, like most black people are funny like they're, they're label, they're creative they come up with weird stuff yeah, yeah. but in terms of like, like industry I don't know if it's like a racial prejudice uh, in terms of like writers and books uh, but there are a lot of books uh, that are written by like so like solid mm-hmm. author, black authors but I just want to know how, how like, it would be in the future man.
1: I feel like the same way that Black Panther mm. is,
0: is pushed everyone needs to push everything else that,
1: that's, what, that's the only way that this,
0: white, this can work but I think the only reason Black Panther was pushed was the writers it was, it, was a, it was a real superhero yeah but there are not a lot of others uh, like the, the superhero the, the people that wrote that were white I think is it if I recall correctly I'm not to Google that like right now <laughs> let me let me do it bit.
1: Right. Yeah, in terms of the point, will creativity go down with all with all this visual? If with all the what like the visual media?
0: Yeah. Created Stanley Jacob. You see, and that's the thing. They created a black character. He's coming from this African country, and he's a pan, he's an animal. <laughs> and we're gassing it up. This is 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 interesting than you think. Yeah. Like the the white man who created that character. I don't I don't want to sound like one of these Uncle Toms. Like white, <laughs> the <laughs> the white, white man, white man is holding us back. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see all those guys. But this is the thing: the white the white man. Yeah, He, he can't he can't represent us on a realistic scale. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, only we can do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we need more of that, and that's an interesting thing. So. I feel like there's another thing that relates back to our last conversation last week about black people not reading. And then uh that will also ref reflect into the, the movie industry. So for me is 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 clear as day, I think originality is lacking in in the film industry. I don't I don't watch a lot of films these days. Like, most of the time I go to a film I'm disappointed. Like bro, Transformers is the worst film I've ever seen in my life. How many times did I said, it? But you know, I've never seen anything so bad and I used to love Transformers as a kid. And I like the first two movies as well. But yeah, like I said, that's my opinion anyway you
1: Agree,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess people thought it's sort of. <laughs> over, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that was a good, interesting conversation. But yeah, so this week we were meant to read The Prince by Nicola Machiavelli,
1: Machiavelli,
0: um, but we ended up reading Sun Tzu The Art of War instead, which is a much more acclaimed book which a lot of people have recommended. A lot of people, everyone's saying, like, if you're doing non fiction, like Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu, Art of War. Me personally. In terms of fiction books and non-fiction book story, I I, I just don't read them. I, I I find myself getting bored very very quickly. Most fiction non-fiction books because I feel like a lot of authors are talking about their life experiences and their views on life and um, lessons that they've learned, and I feel like because uh, me personally like in, in, my, in my teenage years I went through a phase I was just I was reading about all this theory about the self development all these things and I feel like I'm, oh yeah I
1: remember when we were going through that yeah Yeah. I, I fully remember that I remember you had like books and he was like oh, this is, I think there was even that sleeping one you had at one point no No, I fully remember you telling me about this. sleeping some book
0: that you had about self-development yeah it was loads it was, it was, I was like I went through this phase where I was just all about self-development yeah I just wanted to improve myself in every way so it, in other words become the strongest version of myself <laughs> which is one of my favourite guys on YouTube it was a guy called Elliot Hulse it? <laughs> He's like really good for my self-development I feel like I went from like zero confidence to a good amount of confidence now like me now me a couple years back like I was a lot shy wasn't I was in that so uh, I went through this phase and at this point now in my life I feel like I've learned enough lessons where most of this stuff is common sense to me like when I read these non-fiction books and all these authors are giving their opinions and from my like my my religious beliefs and things I feel like I've already got a good understanding of how I should live my life Mm. and things uh, that I should focus on in my development you know and uh, I feel like a lot of these authors just write it for the sake of like getting their thoughts out in my opinion and selling Selling a book based on their success mm-hmm. and not really helping the people, that's what I get the feeling of. If yeah. you know what I mean, but um, yeah, when I read this book, uh, I was expecting like a typical strategic book, which it, exactly it was. Um, but this was a bit different in that it was literally going point by point about how to deal with uh war basically. Yeah, every single it was like point, literally point by point, point one, point two, point three, point
1: four. Uh, <laughs> like it was so well detailed, yeah,
0: it was like. In, when you're in a when you're in a, when you in a marsh, make, and make sure that you don't go near the trees and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, literally, he was talking about specific situations. And I was like, "Yo, how many battles has this guy been in?" Yeah, that's the. This is the thing. I, I don't want to talk too much about the book. I want to talk about the concepts mm. behind the book. Yeah, so Sh- Shimaki, I uh, thought that there wasn't a lot to talk talk about. Do you still think that?
1: No, in terms of like the book itself, like uh, like where you said that, I feel like the book itself. Mm. If if you like read obviously it's a book about war and stuff like that, but there are many points that you can get from that. Yeah. And that is, is something you could talk about rather than like, you know, the other books. Yeah. Like, we talk about the book. Yeah. Whereas with this one this it's is concept like, thing. I mean, I don't know if you're looking to be a military leader.
0: <laughs> yeah, you Never know, know, man. You might be Depends on how life you. <laughs> yeah, we, Kendra, you know where Kim Trump are going. <laughs> I mean I have to do something. <laughs> but um, in terms of the actual book, it's like he literally covers every single point of of, of war, as in like how to command, how to um, distribute your your supplies, how to um, uh, make the right decisions in terms of whether you want to um, like capture a city or whatever. And yeah, literally, word like point by point, he's talking about all these things. And for me, I was just thinking, what like what did you learn from it? What did you learn from it? Like, um that
1: there was a did it? Did it like at the beginning?
0: Did it trigger your bloodthirst? Feel like getting an axon running the that.
1: that. What it did do was that, um like, I put myself into like using his tactics and trying to like convert it towards like my daily life in terms of challenges
0: I'll to negotiate your cereal <laughs> <laughs> milk or cereal first a lifelong debate I'm joking yeah, that's not that's not a question right no, there no like so for
1: example um, raisins and rice oh no <laughs> where are we going <laughs> what are you on about um, Listen, these are
0: the kind of decisions I struggle with. <laughs> I'm joking I, I'm backing all that stuff pineapple and pizza get out of here man yeah, all that stuff
1: yeah, yeah. so um, there's a bit at the beginning of the book where he basically summarises that there are five essentials needed for victory. Mm-hmm. And in terms of victory, it doesn't necessarily always have to be like war. It can be a victory in terms of like whether you're trying to get an interview or and you get that interview and that could be a victory or any type of success. which you Well,
0: you make sure that your opponent's uh, downhill and you're uphill. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I'll but continue.
0: That, <laughs> well, that could be one. You
1: could basically say to put yourself in the best position.
0: Yeah, of course, obviously. Oh, obviously. This is up, the thing. Up, I'm up, saying, up, like, when I read this, I'm like, yo, every single point is common sense. I don't understand. Like, when you're in these situations, don't you think, yeah, I'm going to make sure that guy's downhill on my uphill. Yeah, but 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 what you're not getting is when he's saying that
1: point yeah. is, is making sure that you are that guy that gets the uphill. So you're if you're the one that's at the battlefield first, yeah. You're the one who dictates. Yeah, so, so that's, 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 that's common sense. Huh? It's not well. A lot of general... Well, you're
0: system. gonna get you're gonna turn up late for the belt.
1: No, yeah, you don't turn up <laughs> late necessarily for the battle. but there Sorry, guys. Trains.
0: The southern rail trains they're they're striking again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there are like,
0: um, like, oh,
1: you took you you threw me off point that. But <laughs> what what it is is that like what he's saying here is although that you may say yeah it's common sense yeah alright but <laughs> he's he's making here a book that encompasses everything that you yeah. would need in war. you know in I was thinking the
0: middle, middle, middle of the reading re, middle of reading the book I was like I, I wonder if both if, if two guys are fighting both of them had read the book like <laughs> what would happen <laughs> both
1: of them read the book yeah no yeah, but, the, but we, then, that's the thing though oh, the thing is It's Uh, about
0: how you use your situation and your creativity to win the thing.
1: Yeah, because he basically says that the best fighter Mm -hmm. isn't the one that uses the same tactic again and again. It's the one that's able to adjust every single time. That kind of stuck with me. Yeah, that You know why?
0: Because me, personally, I have a big interest in in football. I love football. I've always loved football. Uh, I love the tactics of the game. And I was thinking about how you like when when you're playing football, if you play the same tactics over and over again... The ultimate old so, cl- clocky
1: no you're not just that like the same thing won't work yeah, yeah. Against, against different everyone. people you know what I mean so exactly. it's always like if there's someone that's able to control himself mm. and and use your own like tactics against you yeah and when always on circumstances then NASA basically a dangerous man but um,
0: you feel like you you gained more understanding since you read that book mm. of how to negotiate situations
1: you mean negotiate situations how to
0: negotiate life coming out as a victor every time yeah so basically like you developed as a person so
1: basically he says
0: uh, this book essentially is a book of self development sorry for interrupting (laughs) I'm trying to get onto that yeah go for it yeah
1: basically um, to answer that there's a bit at the beginning where he basically says uh, thus we may know that there are five essentials for victory first he says he will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight you know what I mean yeah because a lot of a lot of times especially myself I've made a lot of rash decisions like performing like performing (laughs) when you're not ready you know (laughs) what I mean that can set you up for for defeat of course Yeah. and then the second point is he will win who knows how to handle both superior and inferior forces so no matter like who it is that you're up against or whatever task it is you have an advantage or disadvantage yeah you're you're someone that's able to handle both sides Um, and the third one he who will win, whose army is animated by the same spirit throughout all its ranks. I like that. So, this is a it's talking about the soldiers and stuff like that, but you can put that to yourself. Like, you will only become victorious if you're like motivated and and passionate about what 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 it is that you want to do in 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 all aspects. Because if there is a weakness to to one part of it, or if you're not motivated halfway through, then you're not someone that's going to be able to complete it. Yeah. Uh, whichever task it is they are doing, for he will win who prepared himself and waits to take the enemy unprepared. Now, and when it comes to enemy again, it doesn't have to be somewhat physical. Yeah. It could be performing at a crowd for the first time. Yeah, so he will win and prepares himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it, I mean? or it could be like if there is competition, if you're a business owner.
0: At least uh, we read this, this book a week before we start a play. Uh, oh god!
1: Yeah, if you like a business <laughs> I, I owner, I would have came in dressed something. as a knight. <laughs> oh god! I did <laughs> Yeah, if you're like a business owner or whatever, um, to always hit up your competition by bringing out something you know innovative, like out of the blue, like bang, surprise. Yeah, to take the game. Um, and then five is he will win who has military capacity and is not interfered by the sovereign. So basically, someone that isn't always controlled or his, his, his moves aren't always dictated by mm-hmm. anyone has that freedom to do what he thinks is right in that situation. Because mm-hmm. there's a point later on which he makes that a good general is the one who doesn't fight a um, losing battle even if, like, his leaders tell him to. Or, like, um, yeah, what were you going to say? So,
0: continue your point and all, all good, all good.
1: Yeah, um, so a good leader is the one that doesn't fight um, when there's defeat ahead of him, even if his leaders tell him. Mm-hmm. And also the one who does fight when it's pure victory, even though his leaders tell him not to. So someone that does
0: was good, himself without being dictated all the time yeah that was yeah. My point. so for me is there anything you disliked about it
1: the book no not really I
0: right. had to think of it so yeah it was a good book then so you'd recommend it yeah before I we will. go there alright so my <laughs> point is yeah in the book he says a lot of the time don't take risks mm. yeah but then he also says take risks yeah isn't that contradiction
1: no, but when he's saying, um, basically, obviously, you got to look at the context in which he's talking in, because some, some of the times when he says don't take risks is when there's a general that is rash to, to, to like, snatch at a battle when there is no need to, to, to take it. Because what he's saying is that you'll always be victorious if you only fight when you know it's guaranteed victory. So he's not saying take no risks?
0: essentially yeah and then he's or later on he's saying take risks Where? like he's saying take risks sometimes be, like come up with surprises and stuff
1: yeah but that's not really what coming up with surprises
0: yeah it's a risk uh, you don't know how the enemy's gonna react
1: know, Yeah, well, but, uh, what, yeah but it's not really because it's like... I know are trying surprise. to say is you plan it out yeah. and you
0: take them by surprise so that you don't you yeah, know If like you to bring
1: cavalry that way, then you hit them from the back.
0: Yeah, but what if they have intel on, on you? Hmm? What if they have intel on you? Yeah, no, then... Well, then that's
1: it. You, you, you messed up, but... <laughs> yeah, then, actually, that's not... Then you took a risk Yeah,
0: the amount of being calculated. But...
1: That's that, what I'm saying. I feel like... <laughs> that. No, no, no. I think I think that's I just like, like... That's not him saying don't take risks. That's I feel like
0: basically like, saying be like two steps ahead i feel like what he's essentially saying throughout the whole book is make the right decision at every point of of the battle yeah and isn't that common sense
1: yeah but what what it is is like a lot well we can't necessarily talk about
0: in the field field and in the time that he's writing it is very different and i want to i want to go back to this a bit later on about how it actually reflects in the real life battlefield but oh, these days, I mean, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. You know, Guns just in get a the... plane over yeah, 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 that's Obama.
1: it. It's all, it's all, it's all. It's not, you know, what I mean, yeah, it's not fair right now. You know, what I mean, before you even walk into the battlefield, your heads up. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't meet an army face to face. It's just yeah, literally like guerrilla warfare. It's like da 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 and then and then that's it. It's done for like a couple of days before plane comes. So when
0: you say in the modern era of battlefield, this book is useless.
1: Huh? I feel like because I wonder how people in the the battlefield
0: work in terms of because one the most important thing for me that I derived from this is man management yeah if you're in like like most of us want to be like working for ourselves right Mm. and have some employees that are working for us and they're all enjoying ourselves we're having a bubble we're all having a good time go out for lunch and all that together. (laughs) (laughs) and there's that one learner who brings us back lunch (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like man management I feel like is something that you can't uh, it's all about experience you can't really get taught that yeah so I feel like that was the main uh, point like factor for me in this book and like how it reflects in all these different aspects of society even like families like when you're raising a family yeah essentially you're a manager (laughs) you're a manager and you have to man-manage and you have to make sure everyone's happy and yeah for me that was like the most poignant like aspect of the book and yeah I enjoyed that part of it Um, but the rest of it just was like common sense to me (laughs) nah but I can see from at the time that he, uh, he wrote it it was probably a, a piece of genius like that yeah,
1: because it, it was essentially it's like he could give this book to his people yeah and then a general could could because sometimes like right, taking up a hill yeah it's common or you could say it's common sense yeah. some people it might not be some people might be like let me flank this let That's me do this thing. let it's me like, do
0: that at the time of writing that the common like the level of common sense of the, the, that time and now is definitely like miles different so mm. yeah a lot of us even have if, more common even sense if now. It
1: is, even if it is common sense mm. like i i doubt he made the book to miss anything out I mean,
0: like, yeah he was very detailed yeah
1: he wouldn't he wouldn't be like oh, I'm, oh i guess they'll know this yeah you know what i mean oh, i guess they'll get this point so mm. let me not include it it's like including everything that he's learned mm. and how he's done it mm. and like the way that he even details that if you see the enemy um, like standing and leaning on their spits yeah it means that's that that's interesting they're tired. That they're tired they're yeah. tired you know what I mean or if they're speaking amongst each other it shows that there's
0: that's stuff I stuff liked like that, when you're talking about specific details yeah. I feel like that's something that uh, maybe you should have focused on <laughs> I'm critiquing Sun Tzu right now no but <laughs> 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 I did not think damn that guy's got a point <laughs> but yeah obviously like I'm I'm, I'm I'm, playing the devil's advocate a bit I understand that there's a lot of good points out of it I'm, I'm joking about I'm not being totally serious yet. <laughs> right yeah guys relax <laughs> but yeah I, I felt like th- that. that's just me being biased on with my, with my non-fiction hatred right. <laughs> so uh, I
1: mean if you like if you like put it into perspective and you change about the words into your own meanings yeah like what battle is what what the enemy is who what you know what i mean then yeah. and you, yeah, you can take something change out. it to yeah like your life goals like like you said m- uh, managing um your men yeah um, you can talk about man management how to raise a family etc um when to attack like when to take opportunities when not to yeah um like you know what i mean so there's a lot of things which you can take from this to yourself and like learn from mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously the reason why I, I enjoyed the book a lot more because every time he mentioned a point, I'd be like, because mm. mm-hmm. he had that um, quote as well. You know the the Bruce Lee one, the water. He's like this. We must like be like water. I
0: don't remember.
1: You don't know that's like one of his things. Uh, Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, he yeah, said yeah, in yeah. the book. No, no, no. I was in like, what do you mean, man? got the the Therefore, it, she predicted it, Bruce it Lee. A, like, is that much of a good? <laughs> he basically says that. Therefore, just as water remains no constant shape, so so in warfare there are no constant conditions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. am with it. Yeah, he's like water shapes its course according to the nature of the ground, I like whichever the, it flows.
0: I like that. That was it a snake that you mentioned. Like a snake might strike oh, you yeah, from the head yeah, yeah, if you attack yeah, yeah. from the tail, and if you attack from the head, it might strike you from the tail. and If you attack mm. from the middle, it'll strike you you're from the both, tail. I right? yeah. yeah, I like that. Uh, but yeah, like back to the concept of the book. Yeah, I, I like the book. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was joking about it. I was being mm. over aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be the devil's advocate in it. But, uh, And back to the point of the book. Yeah, the concept of it. Don't you think it's mad that someone, a human being, had to come up with a manual for war, <laughs> essentially?
1: Yeah. Like no, but there's there's always been that. Um, not maybe maybe not as popular as as his one. Yeah. But obviously in the past there has been. Um, there's been like military schools like, yeah. since like dawn of empires. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. always been military schools. Of course. Um, it's just this one here is so detailed like to the point that it's like, yeah. I, re- I think maybe even the common sense part is the charm of it. That people are like, hey, you know what, yeah.
0: It's straightforward. Not, yeah, this, not like, filled in metaphors. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Well, not filled as but overly we, they're, like, take impressive the high language. Yeah, I'll take the higher ground. Why not? He's like, don't, don't, um, don't fight when the enemy's just like, trotted on like the river, trying yeah. to cross through. Yeah. We get them when they're halfway through. You know what I mean? It's stuff like this, which are specific, that you can be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. You know? I like, like
0: that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was just thinking, like, as I was reading, it, I was like, it's actually mad, like human nature and the fact that our history is so steeped in violence is, is crazy. Mm that's
1: as, as nuts like we could be doing so much to each other yeah. <laughs> and we have been but I feel like at this point like even though there's like what, 8 billion of us yeah. um, I would say things aren't as bad well actually when he wrote it um, it was in uh, the period where like there was a lot of like wars in China yeah. and there were so many like different little factions. city states and factions and, yeah. and stuff like that and different provinces um, and each one trying to take power. Yeah. So that, so you can obviously tell, like, that was a time where it was always war. Like, every corner you turn into, it's just the army walking through. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. But now, uh, it's like verbal huh? verbal war most of the time. Most of it most is time, that's bluffing and verbal war, but the book still relates to it, which is interesting. <coughs> yeah. Like, even from a, like a r- r- racial point of view, where a lot of... Uh, I keep coming back to this point, but it is is the fact that a lot of people are are racially stereotyped, yeah, mm. and they they are not treated the same way as other people, one way or another, yeah. So those people, the way they negotiate these situations is interesting. So if you're racially profiled and you have to and like you're you're treated differently from someone else, mm. how you how you react to it and how you respond to come out of it like still yeah. <laughs> still doing okay or even better. see, like so the book still relates to that in that regard as well, so. I, was, I found it interesting in that regard but yeah um, I also thought about like how these plays these tactics play into games and, like kids games and how young do kids start developing this mind for trying to take advantage over someone else it, it's weird like when at one point <laughs> like I, for me personally when I was a kid I, I, I loved like Tactical games like Yu-Gi-Oh, like mm. even Pokemon, essentially was, was a tactical game. Yeah, mm. yeah. You had your cards, you had your deck, you had your deck of cards, and even like chess, checkers. You were encouraged to play these back mm. in the day. Yeah, so bluffs. Yeah, but isn't it interesting that we encouraged to play these as kids? Yeah, it makes you think a bit. But it's like you're you, the games that you're playing as a kid is to take advantage of other kid. <laughs> what is that for like? What does that foster as a culture? You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. How do you like? How do you grow up from there? normal saying like i don't want to be a toy like i don't want to be a person that takes advantage of people all the time I feel it's like about beliefs as well like cultures and beliefs mm-hmm. so i
1: feel like you even see that with with kids anyway like um when i was in primary school yeah. the leader was always the guy with the ball you know what i mean and he would be like yeah you're playing you're playing you're playing you're playing you're not playing like to one random guy, you know what I mean? And yeah, that guy's
0: the guy that grew up in the future, he's the guy eating lunch by himself. That's the guy,
1: you know what I mean? Things like kids always do that. Like kids, the, the bigger kids will take the, the the weaker kids, um, like Bully the kids, yeah. yeah. But some kids as well, they develop from that. Some kids can either start going on a downward spiral or they can learn to manipulate, yeah. And it's just the culture, it's just the way that it is with human beings like Do you think it's healthy it's not healthy at all but, <laughs> but the thing is it's like will it be stopped it can't be stopped because at this point
0: like you you put a kid in this world you're going to have to help him adapt to it Like, otherwise you're yeah, going to struggle
1: like because the thing is it's like right now how many like major businesses are doing that to like smaller countries you know what I mean mm. like uh, a billion dollar that. business is taking advantage of like small uh, you know what I mean like countries that are coming up yeah. by taking their plantation using it to grow their stuff and yeah. sell it and then give them like change and stuff like that mm. so manipulation is always something which is constantly constantly happening mm. and I, you know what I mean it's not something which
0: you don't see it, you don't see it stopping
1: I don't see it stopping ever mm. you know what I mean it's like we're not inherently evil no, we're not inherently as human good. beings you know what I mean um, like that's why a child it doesn't like to lie or is a bit shy when he tells a lie because he inherently knows that ah oh, here's a bit of deception here yeah and then after so he gets away with it until <laughs> so he gets away he's it. like wait what yeah and he's like let me do it it's again. like
0: in the seed of his mind there's a seed in his mind already saying i can take the punishment with this person now yeah that, that is
1: it's just
0: crazy happens, isn't you know it man? man it's like when you think about it it's actually
1: crazy yeah, and and there's a lot of like subconsciously like it's happening well. the whole time like back in the day um <laughs> That's why guys like Malcolm X, and like Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, they're so like influential mm. because there were people that, the black people in America, a lot of them had that social like inferiority complex where yeah. they felt inferior to the white man. With and, the then had, yeah, and then they had these black guys coming up that were speaking back to them, yeah. telling them, no, like, that's, you're not going to treat us like this. And then that rallied them. Yeah. Rallied them up, you know. We I mean? people confidence. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what I mean, a lot of kids, unfortunately, do have that in them. Mm. But yeah, like I said before, I, don't know, I just don't see it. I don't you see how. can stop. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way.
0: Like, there's no. There's no way we're gonna have some some nation where it's just peaceful. No day.
1: one's lying to each other.
0: Because yeah, you can't start from a clean state. It's not possible anymore. But. <clears throat> um, at the end of the day, as long as you're doing your part and, mm. and like, do it, like uh, developing yourself properly and treating people well, and making sure that your your family or whoever you're responsible of well does the same, I think I think the the, the world will become a better place slowly. Well, even if it's a tad bit, like even if it's a small bit, and I think that's important. And yeah, and that's a good point of wrapping up this, this show. So yeah, back to the documentary. <laughs> you see how I'm looking yeah. at it back in? <laughs> yeah. See that? come on man I'm mastering this hosting game now <laughs> yeah um, like I said if you have any information in terms of like you have any contacts with schools teachers uh, students that want, might want to do an interview just let us know um, how, to, how to back at us and then we'll, we'll make it happen and hopefully we'll make a, a great documentary that can be broadcasted to people that can make a change hopefully and yeah um, as usual we'd like to ask that you make sure that you share this but normally we don't ask you to review but please could you review our, our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud leave reins and uh, make sure you share it with anyone that you, you might think is interested because
1: yeah, and follow on SoundCloud as well
0: so yeah, follow us everywhere
1: there's a, there's a lot of like lessons very little followers
0: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> the, that's so the thing what? if you like what we're doing try and support us in that way because that helps us to reach more people and it gives us more opportunity to to shine, basically, essentially. So it gives us more opportunity to do different things that we wouldn't normally do, you know. And, yeah, I, I don't want to come across as, as desperate <laughs> because at the end of the day, we're enjoying what we're doing. And I've thoroughly enjoyed this uh, first eight weeks. Um, I think the, the way that we've been doing it, like every, a, a book every single week has, has been interesting. And I, I think even, like, mentally we've developed a little bit. Um, I think we've articulated ourselves a little bit more like from episode one to episode to episode eight I think like we're f- like much more <laughs> clean in terms of like delivering So yeah it helps out and we'll help you out hopefully and then um, we'll see you back next week. Good night.